well, well, look who's already back. Welcome back to Since Nobody Asked. I'm Megan Keveny. Listen, bitch. I told y'all last week I'm not going to do an episode every single week, all right? But I just so happen to have a bunch of fucking stories to tell you guys already, so we got another one coming at you. I honestly have had quite the week of ups and downs, first week of the year, and I'll keep this quick so I don't get on a soapbox, but I really am so annoyed at negativity in general, like negativity with no end in sight drains me of every drop of energy that I have in my life. And I feel like there's a lot of, it's very popular in like internet meme culture to soak this week in memes about like, oh, like this week, I mean, this year already sucks. I'm going to try again in 2023. And like, yes, we're joking, but it's fucking annoying. Life is full of ups and downs. Get with the program. (laughs) I don't know if that makes me an asshat for saying that, but that's kind of where I'm at because honestly, my Saturday and Sundays, that was the first and second of the year could not have been worse (laughs) like they were so bad but then all in all my week was full of ups and downs but I had the best fucking week I gotta say one of my friends who also just moved here a couple months ago we used to work at the same bar in Chicago together and we have been like bonding a lot I'm like bitch what the fuck are we doing here and like trying to find apartments together and like oh my god like just bonding on what a hot ass mess it is to move to New York and she was like I don't know what I'm doing here yet, but like I'm having an okay time. She's like, when I say an okay time, I really mean that. Like it is really fun, but it's also a fucking lot. And I'm like, absolutely that. So, okay. Story number one. Mm, Should I start positive? Okay. I'll start with how bad it was. (laughs) Saturday I woke up. I don't even know what it fucking was, but like I just could not get out of bed. I still cannot even place where this was stemming from but like something just tipped me over into that anxiety land where I like couldn't get out of bed I took like a six-hour depression nap I was like "Uh, am I okay (laughs) and just didn't do anything canceled like three different plans all weekend I was like I just want to wallow I want to sit not ready to like start the year yet I'm in a weird limbo place in between 100% commission job to another 100% commission job so I'm like kind of floating I really don't want to work at a bar, but I will if I have to. Like if things get a little tighter than they are now, I will. But I'm like kind of good right now. Like I'm kind of floating and it's this weird existence and I don't feel very motivated. And I Sunday, it's not like I woke up and was like, I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to, you know, work my way out of this funk. I was like, I'm going to think about getting out of this. (laughs) And that didn't do anything. But then Monday boy, did I just have the best fucking day? Because then I actually woke up on Monday morning and was like, okay, that weekend was a hot mess. Like I did not accomplish one single thing except all day Sunday. I promise we're going to get to the good part. But meanwhile, I start this episode. I'm like, I hate negativity. And then I'm drowning on about why I had the worst first weekend of the year. But like, I don't know, calling it a loss and being like, oh, this year sucks. Shut the fuck up. No, no, it fucking doesn't. Your day just sucked. (laughs) Maybe your attitude sucks. I don't know. Don't let me get on a high horse about this. But mm. so Sunday I was starting to realize like, okay, I've been out of therapy for a month. I really need to find a therapist here. So I started to get on that journey, which is such a logistics nightmare. (laughs) And I was two hours in I'll keep this story short, but I actually am hard pressed to think of a lot like the last time I was as angry as I was on Sunday because I realized long story 
long story short, I signed up for a health insurance. It was actually not health insurance. It was like a Christian health share account. Do not even get me fucking started on what kind of absolute bullshit this thing was. I had to sign like a standard of conduct that said the first line was like, we agree as a whole that sex outside of marriage is wrong and anything that results from sex outside of marriage will not be covered. I was like, uh, <laughs> what? They also don't cover mental health whatsoever. And I asked about this on the phone. I was like, I have a very specific ADHD medication that's really hard to get covered. I've gotten back on ADHD meds in the fall and it's been, you know, really great for my day-to-day life. It's really improved a lot of my executive functioning and it's very, very hard to get this specific one covered. They're like a thousand dollars a bottle um, and they're typically not covered. So I asked about that. I asked about therapy. I don't know what the fuck kind of person I was talking to on the phone, but I was just lied to. So I was finding all this out and I was like, thought that open enrollment ended in December 15th. It you know, luckily I found out on Monday that I can get health insurance this year because I'm in a place in my life where I've said this before, I've gone like large amounts of time without health insurance. And I'm on the back end of like a nine month stint of that again. And I'm like, you know what? I am going to get health insurance this year. Like I'm very proud of myself for taking care of that because I'm like, I'm in a place where I can afford it. I just don't really want to pay five, $600 a month to do that. But I'm like, but I'm in a place where I can't really make an excuse for it anymore. It's time to be responsible and just get this, you know, get get health insurance. Meanwhile, my deeply corporate friends are sitting here listening to this like Pikachu meme jaw just dropped like, what? You you don't have health insurance and you're proud of yourself for getting it? Yeah, bitch. That's where I'm at. (laughs) We're all at different places in our life. But I was so proud of myself for figuring this out. And then I couldn't believe how much I fucked this up. That was just a whole ordeal. So Sunday truly was beside myself like irate and then Monday morning I was like right when I woke up I was like you know what I have to accept that if I really did just fuck this up so badly and I truly have to go a year without insurance I have to accept that's my reality like bitching over it and not being so angry I can barely speak I almost started to scream crying when I found out (laughs) I was like what but I finally just took a moment to be like I have to just accept my reality and move through it. And I did. And boy, did my fucking day turn into a circus, like a parade of good things happened that day. And I feel like the universe was just like, we got it, sister. Just believe, you know, a little bit Disney movie there. But I really felt like there was such an immediate kickback from the universe. (laughs) I'm being a little woo woo here in this episode, but. I genuinely could not believe how great my Monday was. But again, full of ups and downs because it ended in another encounter with a mouse. I'll get to that in a minute. So Monday morning, I woke up again. My financial situation, I'm a little things are a little tight, but I'm like kind of chilling and I don't want to work at a bar because boy, does it just take every drop of me out like it, it it jades me in a way that I can accept if I have to work at a bar again, but like, oh, I just, it's not for me. And I would love to be able to make this transition into my new real estate job without having to do that at all because (laughs) I hate it. But I woke up to news that I got like a huge commission check in from my last job. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So that kind of let me ease up a bit. And I was like, okay. Then I also had done a pitch to do some social media freelance work. And it's so easy to feel completely insane when you're pitching freelance 
work the kind of rates that you are allowed to charge for your quality service um, and to get good social media um, content is expensive. (laughs) And I was like, I have no idea if they are going to think I'm slapping them in the face with this price or if I'm underpricing myself. Like I still didn't really know even after consulting multiple people about it. I heard back like an hour after hearing about the check, they were like, Hey, by the way, we're so happy to go through with this option. Yada, yada, yada. When can you start? And I was like, Oh my God. So things were just clicking and coming together. Then, um, I'm very tempted to gatekeep this app, but gorgeous, gorgeous girls do not gatekeep in this house. So there's this app I heard about on TikTok. It's called too good to go. And I, okay. So it's like when restaurants are about to throw away their surplus of food at the end of the day, they instead are selling to this app for like a third of the price it would normally cost just to be able to like fight food waste. I know this is, I know that this is dumb. I fully own that. But I did not even realize why food waste was so harmful for the planet. And it's because, just in case you didn't know, it's because when food sits and rots in the trash and mixes with all the plastic and all the trash and everything, you know, it's a huge problem the way that it decomposes. Um, it creates methane, which is harmful to the ozone layer. I'm totally paraphrasing a TikTok that I saw. So I, I mean, I'm absolutely no scientist, but I was like, wait, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So not only am I trying to save money because it is so goddamn expensive to exist in this city. <laughs> like I, I know people have always said that, but it really has been shocking just how much more expensive day to day things are here. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. But I tried out this app and it was a little bit of, you know, trial and error, ups and downs. But I don't eat gluten that often. Like it does fuck with my stomach when I eat it a lot. It's not like celiac or the end of the world, but I only have gluten like 10% of the time and I'll save it for something really good like pasta or like the top half of a donut. I've always thought the donuts have too much bread in them. That's just, I don't know, kind of a hot take. I literally just eat the top (laughs) cause I like, I'm there for the icing. That's what I'm really fucking there for. Like donut top of it or pasta or pizza. That's what I really save gluten for. I'm not just going to eat a random fucking pastry. That's not, not my gig, not my shtick. So I tried one and it was all pastries. Like people will literally pay $4 and a bagel place will give them 14 bagels. <laughs> that is not just like a one-off. I've seen so many TikTok videos of people reporting exactly that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is going to be to save money because everything's like three or four or $5. And I was trying it out. First one was a miss. Second one was a little juice and like a, you know, like a pressed juice, which those are expensive. Those are always at least $6 and a little fruit cup, which is always $4 and always makes me insane paying that much for fruit. And then like a really good gluten, (coughs) not a cough, gluten-free granola cup. And it was lovely. And then a bunch of pastries that I just declined, but it was like, you know, pretty good value. And then I tried one at like a salad place. I couldn't believe how heavy this salad was. They handed it to me. It was so delish. Wow. I paid $4.99 for it. And it was, if it was one of those places where you weigh the salad, it would have been at least $16. Like I always get myself into a lot of trouble places where you can weigh things because 
I just get excited. I see a lot of things. It's very visually stimulating in these places. And I get to the end and I'm like, oh, there goes my entire bank account on a cup of frozen yogurt that was $18. Now I see, now, now I need Froyo. I'm craving it in such a specific way now. Anyway, so that app was great and paid off all day. I've literally spent um, probably $11 on food that day that would have been over $35 worth of food. So that was clutch. Then what else happened that day? Let me go to my notes here. Oh, right. Okay. So the health insurance absolute nightmare. Oh my God. That was truly, truly. I've not been that mad in 10 years. Dead ass was beside myself. But then I had been emailing a bunch of therapists that day before trying to find someone who accepts the insurance I was on. Turns out fucking nobody does. And I was like having to email everyone back like, I'm so sorry. I found out I'm kind of like involved in a scam and please disregard. But I went back and forth with this guy who does EMDR therapy, which also is very hard to find here. But that's the therapy that was really working for me in Chicago. And I really want to get clicked back into it. And he, for whatever reason, I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like long story short, insurance issue. Um, I actually have to sign up for a new one. If I sign up for one of the ones on your website, though, that you guys accept, I'll be in touch. Then I had to email him back because I remembered that on his website, it says for EMDR, they actually do not accept insurance. I was like, "Ooh, fuck. So I emailed again. And I was like, I'm so sorry for the oversight. I just remembered your website says this. You know, thanks so much. Anyways, I really appreciate your response. This guy sends back. He's like, hey there. Sorry to hear about the insurance mix up. That sounds like a headache. And he is like, if you do end up getting one of the insurances that we accept, I'm happy to make an exception, bitch. I have no fucking idea why this man decided to be like extend such kindness to me. I was like, uh, what? Because he's the only therapist within 45 minutes of where I live that doesn't have like an eight week wait list. So I was like, this is incredible. So things were just kind of like bing, bang, boom, coming to fucking gather. And I was having the most lovely day then for the finale of this Monday. I just, I love a Monday. I always have. Well, not always. There's been periods in my life where I'm like, dude, fuck this Monday. I do not want this week to start. But more times than not, I just love the fresh energy of a new week. Like, woo, that shit hits. It is spicy, spicy air on a Monday morning. And I love it. So rolling through the day, a lot of things are turning back around. And I was proud of myself that that morning I woke up before I found out about the check coming in, before things started going, bing, bang, boom, you know, moving right along. I truly was like, met my day with acceptance. And I was able to kind of laugh at how ridiculous the health share account that I signed up for was. I was like, what in the absolute fuck? <laughs> how the fuck did I mess that up so badly? And I wasn't, you know, being mean to myself about it anymore. I was like, Life goes on at the end when I'm 90 or 106. I have a weird vibe like vision that I will live to be 106 and I have no idea why. But when I'm very, very old one day, I will not look back and be like, oh, God, but remember this. I'll be like, I will laugh. And I was able to connect with that feeling and truly move, move on and realize like just because the first weekend of my year sucked absolute ass doesn't mean my year's gonna suck like come on let's pick it back up here so then I'm making returns walking around the city like all day long horribly mismanaging my time <laughs> like I walked around from like four to eight with two 
H&M and Zara bags that I had to make returns with just clunking about didn't even make it to Zara before they closed <laughs> and but I was walking over to this H&M and all of a sudden I hear this song called With You by Illinium and it was the Crystal Skies remix bitch that is one of my favorite songs that I used to do spin classes to because when I was at Ride with a Y in Houston I'm so serious. That's one of the best spin studios in the country. I've been to so many spin studios. Not one studio ever, even some soul cycles that I've been to, even touch what they are doing. If you live in Houston, Texas, go to ride with a Y. Oh my fucking God, it's the best studio you will ever be in. And I've had a really hard time like finding something that fills the void because that's where I learned spin and got really into it. And it's the first workout that I really loved in a way that did not detach me from myself. Like it really connected me back to my body and my spirit and my mind. Like I, I really is the most empirically healthy workout for me because it's really focused on the rhythm and the beat and like dancing around to it. And I love it. And I do it without like punishing myself. A lot of workouts, I've always been pretty, I'm not going to say I've always been athletic because that's not accurate, but I like working out a lot. I like being active. And I, uh, when I am in good shape, I will whoop your fucking ass at a hit class. Like, oh my God, I used to be really into that, but I still is a different love than I have for spin. That is like much deeper and it clicks me back into just a really true part of myself. And I have not found one spin studio that was like ride for years. I just had this like ride shaped hole in my heart and <laughs> my spirit. And I was looking for studios here, but like a lot of the good boutique ones have closed and like, please, there's a lot of cycle bars here now. I mean, no shade. All right. I'm not trying to come for anyone's bag, but I'm not a fucking cycle bar gal. I used to teach for them actually for a brief moment. It's just not, there's too many numbers, too many rules, not enough. Like it's just too buttoned up for me. It's not my, not my gig, <clears throat> but there's a bunch of cycle bars here now because a lot of the boutique really good ones all, you know, didn't make it through the pandemic. So I was looking at pricing a while ago and it's like not one single studio other than cycle bar maybe, but who cares about them? No one does unlimited classes because these classes are like $30 a pop. I never pay for classes like that. I always do unlimited memberships and just get the most out of my money. And no one was doing them here. It would be like $600 for a 20 pack. So it's not even unlimited. That's three times what I used to pay for other spin memberships. And I was like, okay, so what am I going to do? Because I want to being connected to a spin studio that I really like. Yes, the workout does a lot for me, but I also really want to be involved in a community here too and feel like I'm a part of something. Really finding something that I feel like I belong to, especially in a new city is very important to me. And just even if I'm not new here, it's a very important human need to address. And <clears throat> I've been kind of hoping for something to work out, but I was gonna just join an Equinox out of like, okay, I guess I'll do that because they have spin classes, but I know it won't be the same. And I was kind of hesitating signing up for one. So I hear this fucking song on my way to H&M clunking about with a hundred bags of things to return at like 8 p.m. And I was like, wait, what? where is this song coming from? I whipped my head around and it was one of these studios that I looked up. When I looked up their pricing before I even moved here, their classes were more expensive than SoulCycle. I was like, next, not going to go to this one, but they looked incredible. And I was like, oh, okay. This is that one I saw. 
I walked in on a whim. I was like, I know their prices are a joke. <laughs> I cannot afford them, but I'm just going to walk in because I was so drawn to that song. I was beside myself that I heard it playing. It's kind of a deep track. And I was like, hi, um, what's what's going on here? Like, is this are you guys about to start a class? Like, listen, I don't want to bottleneck your check in process, but can I ask you about pricing a little bit? I ended up chatting with the front desk girl. The owner of the studio walked in and turns out out I was asking like all these questions like are y'all beat based you guys write to the rhythm like do you go up and out like all these very technical questions about the class and turns the fuck out they're doing a once a year special right now they didn't even do it last year because everything was like upside down they're like oh yeah if you sign up this month you get grandfathered into $250 a month for unlimited I literally almost jumped out of the window in shock I was like what I couldn't believe that I stumbled upon that just because I heard one of my favorite songs and decided to fucking walk in on a whim, (laughs) knowing their prices were going to make my wallet sneak out the back. Like I literally was like, she's shaking. She is quivering at me asking this question because my wallet knows I'm irresponsible and love spin. (laughs) And I was just smacked in the face with such a great serendipitous deal. That is like, especially for New York, that price for an unlimited membership at a studio that good, I was floored. I could not believe it. So I walked out of there being like, oh my fucking God. And I actually didn't even make it to Zara in time for my return. But I did see with my little eyes as they were closing the door saying, ma'am, thank you so much. No, (laughs) Um, they're having like one of the best sales I've ever seen in my life. I posted this on my Instagram story the other day. But if you're hearing this right now before the weekend, get to a fucking Zara as soon as you can. I went like two days later and I regret that I didn't go the very next morning because I bought a really, I bought so much shit for like $110. I couldn't believe. So basically 80% of their store is on sale. Like I had to go out of my way to find something that wasn't on sale. You have to go upstairs into this like weird room where there's no music playing. It's like weird vibes, but they are trying to get rid of their entire store. Go to Zara this weekend if you're listening to this. This is a little bonus tidbit. If you get, if you listen to these episodes right away, you might have little sneaky things in here, little tidbits that are time sensitive. Okay. So that's your little reward. Here's your treat for listening to the episode right away. Um, so Monday was just unbelievable. First Monday, of the first Monday of the year, absolutely knocked out of the park. And you know what was just the cherry on motherfucking top was, okay, so I bought this light. My room doesn't have any overhead light or like a lamp or anything, like no switch to turn on. I found out that I think this was, I think this room was added on because I also don't get heat in this room, which is very unique because I have a massive like floor to ceiling window. It's huge for New York. And it definitely um, lets a lot of cold in. It's super frigid in here. And I was like, the third night I was here, my brother got me a Barefoot Dreams blanket for Christmas, which he was like, oh, it's kind of a random gift. Hope you like it. It came in so fucking clutch because it was way warmer than some random comforter I bought on Amazon. And I like my arm touched the part of my air mattress. Let's not get it twisted. Moving has been expensive. I'm sleeping on an air mattress on the floor <laughs> for like an in undisclosed amount of time. And my arm touched the part of the sheets that like my covers were not covering. And I jumped at how cold it was when my arm touched it. I was like, yep. 
But my room also does not have any light. So I had to get like a floor lamp and I went on Amazon. I was going to spend like 70 bucks on one. And then I saw there was this really cool like LED looking like light. It's probably four or five feet tall and it does all these different colors. And you put it in the corner of the room and it looked so cool. You can hook it up to your Amazon Alexa and all that. So she's going to think I'm talking to her. I'm not talking to you. So I bought that. And it's really cool, adds such a vibe to the room. And I play with it on my app on my phone for like an hour every night before I go to sleep. But it really is not a good light source. (laughs) Even when I put it on like a white light all the way to the highest brightness, it's still a pretty dim room. And I was like, okay, damn it. That was an expensive little um, alternative lamp, but I still needed a real one. And I kind of had that in the back of my head. And I was like, every time I realize one more thing I have to buy here since I sold everything, I'm like, okay, things are getting tighter. (laughs) But I was like, whatever, I'll find a lamp later. After that entire kick-ass day, I come home and there's just a free, amazing floor lamp that someone threw away in my lobby. I was like, what? (laughs) Excuse? It was just the most wonderful reminder. Please bear with me how woo-woo I'm being. But I really believe the universe is like, all right, bitch, you decide to pick things up and turn it around, we give back to you immediately. So that also happened to me yesterday. God, I have so many stories. So my whole week was full of ups and downs because that Monday was kick ass through and through. Really reminded me that like you can always turn things back around. All right. We are always in more control of our situations than we think. You know, you can control your attitude. You can control your life. Like it's fair. It it gave me a lot of hope about myself and my year. And then at the end of that, I was recording a little bit of something for an episode and I literally was like kind of finishing some things up about to close my laptop and head to bed. It was like midnight and I look up and a mouse climbs up into a little crevice of like in the kitchen underneath the dishwasher. And I was like, you're kidding. (laughs) You're kidding. How am I dealing with another rodent? This is the third rodent interaction I've had in homes that I've paid rent in here. Um, so that was a little jarring. And I was like, <coughs> no, because I panicked at first. I was like, wait, did this mouse come from the last place I was in? And did this mouse like scoot into one of my suitcases? Even though I shook everything in that last place, I was like, I shook every single piece of clothing, every suitcase. Like I was like making sure that there weren't any mice hitching a ride to Williamsburg. Like, hey, we're moving. <laughs> Pat, it's moving day. Um, I was like, absolutely not. You're not included in this. And I, so I got very paranoid that it was like, did I just bring a mouse into this apartment? But I went to the store to go. It was like one in the morning by the time I got the gumption to do anything about it. So I walked over to like my corner bodega and I was asking the guys behind the counter. I was like, do you guys have any mouse traps? And they didn't sell any, but him and the guy who worked at the deli, they were like, well, let's see if we have some in the back. They pull out one of those big, like, like the crank things, you know, like that's like snap. And it was huge. It was like bigger than my face. And they were trying to teach me how to use it. And this guy walked in and he was like trying to buy something. I was like, oh, sorry, you can go ahead. He's like, oh, no, no, no. By the way, you guys should use uh, sausage instead of cheese. They like sausage more than cheese. And I was, we all kind of looked at him like, the fuck he's like I used to be an exterminator we're like oh okay cool so I literally met an exterminator while I was 1 a.m shopping for a mousetrap I was like thank you so much universe and I was like okay um if I may can I ask you a couple questions because he was trying to say 
they kept showing me how to set the mousetrap up. And I was like, okay, could you do it again? Like I was so confused and they were like, you got to be careful. They were doing it with a screwdriver because they're like, you, you can't mess this up. You know, like this can be really harmful. And the guy who was the exterminator said, you should not take that home. You literally could lose a finger if you do this wrong. And I was like, I'm confident more than I have been in a long time that I will do this wrong. Like my confidence level was skyrocketing that I was going to fuck it up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Glad you said that. He's like, you need to go get a sticky trap, yada, yada. He taught me like a short-term solution to uh, something to do tonight, to do something about it. And we, uh, he honestly gave me so much advice that I was like, hey, if I promise not to abuse it, can I get your phone number? I'm new to the city and I don't know how to deal with any of this kind of stuff. And he told me, he's like, you should just get a cat. You'll never have to see like a rodent or a roach ever again. So the girls I live with, they're out of town again for like weeks. If you haven't listened to the first episode and the pussy wet like Mesopotamia story, Oh my fucking God. Fast forward to like three fourths of the way through. I think it's somewhere in there. I love them already. And I don't even really know them, but when they come back in town, they have two cats. So I'm excited for them to get back. But he said that it might be a long two weeks without them. I was like, Oh my God. So, you know, I might have a mouse roommate for the next couple of weeks. Might not. I haven't seen a lick of him since then. So I don't know. Maybe he went West. You know how five like to do, but that so ups and downs and ups and downs. That's how that day went. Day ended on a bit of a down, but then a bit of an up meeting the exterminator, you know, felt like a little serendipitous. So the rest of my week, so much happened, but okay. So my favorite day was yesterday and ugh, just wild, but like Tuesday I went on a date with a guy from hinge and it was kind of meh. Like I liked meeting him, but there was not a ton of spark. And I actually, it ended pretty early. We only had one drink. And I was like, well, I'm going to head over to Greenpoint to meet a friend. Lie. I was not. I just wanted to leave. And I hit up the guy that I went out with the week prior, the guy who we decided like, hey, I think we're kind of just friends. He said, what do you think about what's going on with us? And I was like, you know, I kind of see you, by the way, background info. We were stoned on my roof, like jamming, listening to music and like kind of hanging out. And I was like, um, I really kind of feel like you're a guy I'm friends with that I like hanging out with, but that I think about having sex with sometimes. <laughs> so if you missed last week, that's who this guy is. Friend guy, we'll call him. I hit him up at like 830 and I was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like close to your neighborhood. Do you want to grab a drink? And he was like, he said something about, oh, I'm tied up, blah, blah. We'll do another time. And I started walking home. And by the time I got home and I was already like face deep in chips and salsa that I got on the way home. He was like, I'm dumb and I should have hung out with you. Like, I think he realized that I was like, had been, you know, had a drink or two and was like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, what's up? <laughs> and he was like, Oh shit. So then Wednesday we decided like, okay, we'll hang out this week. Wednesday. I, again, I'm in this weird limbo with work where like a lot of my days don't have a lot of meaning <laughs> right now. And I'm struggling to lack, I'm struggling to find motivation to like fill my days. Um, but the night times have been great because my really good friend was in town from Dubai and it was so amazing seeing him. We had the best dinner and like just the best time. And it very much, he, I saw him a couple weeks, like right when I moved here, he came in town randomly like eight days after I got here and I was a shell of myself, but seeing him woke me back up, kind of got me back into the swing of like who Meg is, you know, it, is nice when you forget who you are to see a friend 
who are, who knows who you are and it's like he has seen me through so many different eras in my life and it really is a very grounding experience seeing him so I loved hanging out with him Wednesday night I also met up with this other guy from Hinge for like we had been chatting and we couldn't hang out till like Sunday so it was like a long way out and he's like well what are you doing tonight like can I see you I was like well I'm going to dinner but I could do a quick drink before he's like yeah please like just one drink let's just fit something in I just want to say hi and like meet I was like great that is I might like start to inject that exact scenario into my strategy moving forward because it was amazing just a quick little hi how you doing quick little moment and I was off I was like well good to see you but we had like great vibes um definitely want to see him again I think I'm still kind of deciding but I love just a quick meet that was right before a dinner. Really recommend that. I don't know how to pull that off again, but I'm definitely going to try because that was exquisite. So then I went to dinner, had a great time. And last night, so today's Friday on Thursday, I had a day again that I had like on Saturday where I just couldn't get out of bed, could not stop scrolling on my phone, had like the best night before. I don't know what it was, but I just woke up and could not click out of this like depressy state. And it's been so gray and gloomy here all week. Like very, I mean, I'm coming from Chicago, so it's not all sunshines and roses there either, but it's been a very stark, like gloomy, gray, every single day, no sunlight, which is starting to really affect my brain and my body. And I was just lying around all day and knew that I had plans with friend guy. We were going to like get high and hang out. And last minute he bails. He's like, oh, like blah, yada, yada. And I was like, okay, I get it. I feel like he probably bailed because we're all depressed in New York this week. Like it's very cold and gloomy. And I was like, I mean, fair, fair is fair. But fuck, like that was what was going to get me out of bed and out of the house. Like my nights right now are what I really look forward to. And I was like, okay, I certainly have a couple friends here. But I have, you know, things, people I can call to go do things. But last minute, at like 830 on a weeknight, I was like, oh, I really just want to do something. I wanted to just go on a walk with someone or do something to just get out of my head and out of my place. And it was just not really like no one could do anything. And I was like, OK, I don't need to panic and think that I have no friends. My life is spiraling here. I was like, this just, you know, COVID is everywhere. It's winter. I don't have any friends here yet because I'm new like this feels like it's a bad time, but just a weird little moment. Timing is off. You know, I didn't make a mistake living here. You know, I had to kind of boost myself up that things are not that bad. It's just a weird time. So I shot up. I was in bed at like eight o'clock and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of this apartment. So I was like, OK, I'll, I'll go to Trader Joe's. It was like 815. I threw on a turtleneck with no bra, a hat leggings and like a scarf and just like a little get out of the house outfit. I put on makeup for like 20 seconds, like just enough to look presentable. Did my, you know, filled my eyebrows in little touch of bronzer, left the house, put a book in a Zara bag. Like I, I was like, we are not going to have one incremental mistake. Like sometimes I'll be like, Oh, I want to bring this little bag, but my book won't fit. And then I'll be like, I'll just not leave the house. <laughs> like sometimes the moment is that fragile that I'm like one mistake could ruin it all. So I was like, no, we're not doing that. We are leaving this home. So I threw it in a Zara bag, <laughs> made no fuss and just left, got out, 
didn't even know where I was going, decided not to go to Trader Joe's. And I just fucked around for like 30 minutes. Like I was wandering. The whole city was dead as a doornail. Nothing was going on. I was like, that was when I was like, okay, it's okay. It's just a weird time. Like I am not alone with no friends. It's just a weird moment in my life. (laughs) I, you know, I'm going to get through this. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like pop into some bar that seems warm and cozy and has some people in it. I'll just sit and read this book. And I was going to walk into one bar, but I was like, ooh, but what's up like half this block? Like I'm going to check up one more block. And if I don't like anything, I'll come back to this one. And sure enough, this is wild. Actually, I walked half a block and saw this bar that I had seen on maps. And like, I think I'd seen it on TikTok. It's called Midnight's. And they were playing an S.G. Lewis song that I love again was pulled into a place because of a fucking song that was playing. And I was like, oh, shit, I fucking love the song. It was not Feed the Fire, which is my most played song of 2021. But it was called Experience by S.G. Lewis. And I was like, ooh, an absolute vibe. And I looked at the menu that was like posted up outside, saw a mezcal drink that was like $11, by the way. I was like, holy shit, that's an amazing price. So I waltzed in. Literally, I walked. I'm going to try not to overhype this story because to me it was insane, but so cool. <laughs> so I walked up or like walked up to the bar. There were these two guys in like a space between them. I stood right in between them, like ordered my mezcal drink, was taken off my scarf and stuff and immediately fell into this conversation with this guy who was standing next to me at the bar who was also there solo. Long story short, we ended up like chatting for hours. And in my mind, I was like, oh, you know, we're just kind of both being polite. But then I just couldn't stop like we couldn't stop talking to each other. And I think we both tried to like leave a couple of times. Like he was like, oh, well, I'm going to like wrap up. And I was texting a different guy from a dating app to like go meet up. And then I kept like putting my phone down and I was like, just blew that guy off completely because I was really, we were having just a great little, very unexpected chit chat. And we started kind of like vibing and he was like, yeah, I live like a block away. He's like, I, I live in this really cool loft. I got to say, it's it's actually pretty cool. Like it's it's an old church. And he was trying. I could tell he was trying not to be a douche and like brag about it. But then I was feeling a little frisky. And I was like, I, I, like two hours in, I was like, will you show me your place? Like, can I come by and see it? So we went back to his place and we were like watching music videos and like hanging on his couch and like smoking weed and just chill. It was so cool. He was absolutely playing it cool how great of a loft he had. Like he mentioned, he's like, I mean, it's a pretty cool space. It was one of the coolest apartments I think I've ever seen. And that feels like a lot to even say because I don't ever want to give a man that much credit. (laughs) But it was unbelievable. We had like such a fun night together and I woke up at his place this morning. Like it was really serendipitous and I can't believe I just met him in the wild. I actually think I'm going to like see him again and we there it was like a vibe and I met him on a whim because I decided to force myself to get out of the fucking house and stop like perpetuating a cycle of just being depressed and like scrolling on my phone all day and just got myself out and decided to take more control of these things that I feel like control me I talked about this last episode so that's like a very very revolutionary thing in my life right now and you know even if nothing happens with that guy I love what I learned from that is like, I feel like the energy of the situation is like, I so immediately see the return 
when I decided to pick myself up. And I know it's not always going to be like that, but I just feel this pull. I feel very drawn towards like making that much more of a practice. And I know that the universe will not always gift me with such incredible days or incredible things that come together just because I decided to like stop feeling sorry for myself and do something about my life. But it's very cool the way that that life lesson is starting to integrate itself into my story. (laughs) So I also woke up to like a foot of snow and my toxic trait is loving snow so goddamn much. So I was like, "Ah, what? It was like a winter wonderland. When we looked outside, I was like, holy shit. And I showed him Euphoria last night because the new season starts on Sunday and I'm so excited. He was like showing me this music video because I always said like, I'm not a music video person. I don't, this is, I don't relate to a lot of people on this, but I'm, I do not like music videos. Like more times than not, they don't align with what I pictured with the song. And I love the artist's expression. Like I know that music videos are important and like a great way for the artist to show their expression of the work. But I'm always like, yeah, but the view, like the vision I had in my head, I like more for me. And so there's only been five or six music videos in my life that I'm like, that enhanced the song for me. One of those is Out of the Woods. Holy shit. I had never seen that music video until I think like sometime in 2020, one of my best friends was like, bitch, are you serious? You've never seen that? I was like, no, I I did the whole thing. I was like, I don't really like music videos. And she was like, no, 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 no. And made me watch it. And I was like, are you kidding me? This just elevated the song to a mountaintop for me. Also, every Britney Spears video is like life changing. So that's that's different, though. Britney Spears music videos were part of my sexual awakening. <laughs> so those hold a different piece in my heart. If you haven't seen the Slumber Party music video. Oh, my God. Wow. It is so sexual. And that's how she met her fiance. So little tidbit, if you're not deep in the Britney Spears world. So he was like showing me this music video for Lady Gaga 911. And I was like, also, I was stoned at this point. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? I fucking love that song. He's like, you've you never seen the music video? He's like, I got to say, it's kind of random, but I love that video. I was like, did we just become best friends <laughs> like right now in this moment? And we were watching that and it was so weird and like Gaga. I'm not like the biggest Gaga stand. Like, I really like her music, but I'm not. I don't have the kind of obsession with her like I do with like Taylor Swift or Britney, but there has been a couple moments for me as a person and as a creative and as, you know, I'm starting to identify myself as an artist, (laughs) honestly, just really figuring out what my art form is. But she, her art has moved a very deep part of me like multiple times in my life. So I kind of forget about her music sometimes. Like I'm always like, oh shit, I need to throw on a Lady Gaga album every like couple months and be like, oh fuck, I need to really throw that on and it'll really reawaken me. So when he put that on, I was like, this is weird and cool. And I was like, do you like Euphoria? He's like, what is that? I was like, what do you mean? I was like, you've never even heard of it. So I showed him the first episode and he was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I was like, you have no idea what you're getting into. Like the whole season is unbelievable. So I honestly kind of feel like it's a little bit of a vibe that like we were like, okay, well, why don't we watch this and why don't we do this and let's hang out. And it's like so cold. We can just like, you know, hole up together, you know, just be a winter hang together. And I was like, this is an ideal situation. Um, and then I, yeah, we woke up in his apartment to a true winter wonderland. And I saw so many dogs walking in the snow 
in their little snow outfits. And like my serotonin levels just really needed that. <laughs> I'm not kidding y'all. It has been so depressing here. And just theme of the episode, there's ups and downs. And like, I swear the week has been such a roller coaster. Um, but it's been really cool. Like every single down has been returned with an up. And, you know, I probably will walk out of my apartment after such a great day to like a roach hanging from the ceiling. But, you know, <laughs> on the other side of that will be another up. OK, so that's kind of all I have. I just wanted to pop on here for a little mini episode of stories from the week, because if you're having a shitty like beginning to your new year, fuck it. Turn it around. Get creative with it. All right. Mold it into something different. If you don't like it, work with it. You know, um, ooh. Got to be careful getting close to advice. <laughs> I literally get so fucking weird when I give advice. So going to cap it on that and on a high note. Um, that's yeah. Do, I'm looking at my notes here. Oh, there's a story I did forget to tell last time about hair. This is completely random, like one off. But I realized the other day cannot tell you how random this is not connected to anything I was talking about. But I realized the other day that the thing that gave me my first taste of real confidence in my life was my hair. <laughs> like I grew up thinking that I had like the worst hair. Like it never looked like everyone else's. Um, not like I was not like it was so different from everyone, but I had, I have very fine hair and it wouldn't like all the styles that girls would do when we were younger, never worked on my hair. And I just didn't know how to work with it yet. And I was like, wow, I have ugly hair. Cool. Like I thought I was literally ugly. Excuse me. That was a burp. Not me starting to cry. Um, <laughs> I literally thought I was like an ugly duckling until I started figuring out how to work with my hair more. And that whenever I started to figure out how to do that, I was like in my early 20s, I started getting so many compliments on my hair from girls that I like used to be intimidated by in high school. So it gave me confidence because people gave me compliments and everything. But really, the confidence was born out of realizing like, oh, none of this is real. Like nothing matters. And you can just learn how to do your hair and be in it, feel different about yourself. I was like, what? Like, it's all about your attitude towards yourself. Because once I started curling my hair more or learning how to do a, like blow drying it the right way that works for my style, like I just realized that so much of the construct of who intimidates who and like who is hot and who's not like I'm like oh that's all fucking made up and it's all just everyone deciding how they feel about themselves I have no fucking idea if that makes sense or not but it clicked me the other day that that was the first time I had a taste of that and ever since then I've so much has sprouted from the foundation of realizing how much of that is made up and how much of your own reality you create so yes I became more of like a hair gal got really into like doing my hair a certain way and everything but I really got clicked into doing everything my own way and deciding I like the way I do this like I like the way I move I like the way that I tell a story you know and like really fucking with myself <laughs> I mean like I fuck with that bitch and the universe will kind of I swear to god if I say the universe one more time <laughs> But nothing is made up. I mean, everything is made up because whenever they say like the rules are made to be broken. No, the rules are made up. They're not made to be broken. They're literally just completely fabricated. So experiment with that a little bit. I encourage you to do that, sisters. That's all I have for you. 
I don't know when I'll talk to you again, but I know that it'll be soon. Thanks so much for listening to Since Nobody Asked. I'm Megan Keveny. I hope you have an incredible rest of your week.